All right. Welcome, everyone. Hello. Black Arts Cinema Podcast, coming at you. It's me, Fletcher. With me, as always, me, Mr. Whitehead. Joining us, as always, our legal counsel. Hello, hello. Uh, Mr. Hudson is with us. Um, we're we're trucking through the Bond movies, and we did another one. We did another one. Whitehead, you want to tell everyone the title? You only live twice. I really enjoy this movie. It was, it was pretty good. Um, I, I feel like this is one that's like in the middle for a lot of people. But I will say this is my favorite one. With like this is my favorite Blowfield. It was it was better than Goldfinger. Yeah, yeah, I like this better than Goldfinger. Um, I don't want to call this a guilty pleasure, but like I said, I think some people, in terms of ranking the bomb movies, this one falls more kind of in the middle out of all twenty five of them. I can say that. But uh, I really enjoy this one. I think I like it so much for the setting because I really do feel like when they go to places in them, you know, like oh, like in Goldfinger, when they're in Switzerland for a bit. Cool, they're in Switzerland. But, like, with this one with Japan, I feel like they really took in the culture a lot more. Like, the day-to-day stuff, like the streets and the cars. And yeah, you, eh. saw, you saw a lot a lot of more background set pieces. You saw, you know, uh, urban scenes, but also countryside scenes. You saw, like, a lot of, uh, like... Inside, inside of a... Uh, now, there was a lot of racism, too, along with that. Their view of the culture was through a tinted lens of, of extreme racism. True. <laughs> but still, yeah. We're just, I don't want to say it was intentionally racism, just it's not aged well. It's just, you know what I mean? No. Like, well, yeah. Because uh, no. I feel like at the time that people were like, this is so progressive. Yeah. They went to Tokyo for one of these. And then everyone's like, oh, this is cool. And then they're like, all right, now James... We're gonna have to make you look Japanese. That's when I was just like, "Oh, and no, oh, no, no one stopped and thought, <laughs> hey, maybe this isn't a good idea.' They just ran forward with it. Yeah, and their way of making tilt. him look Japanese was really—it didn't work. They just put a wig on him. <laughs> yeah. Like they didn't really do anything. It looked like they got got the the makeup people from Star Trek in for a day. To it's like he looked like a weird version of Spock. He really did yeah. like that. That cut did not work for him or that wig or whatever because like my whole thing with him is like he's a dark haired dark kind of skin toned man anyway for a Scottish man so I'm like why just fucking just put him in hiding yeah don't do all the makeup like I don't think we really need to go into the plot of this one because it's really kind of as far as the scheme of the movie I think one of the they just try and start World War 3 by capturing Space capsules, Spectre does. With That's a, really with, the whole plot. Yeah, with an one. even bigger space capsule that can like gulp them up. But um, this is definitely one too. I think I mentioned it uh, that uh, um, it, it's another one, much like Goldfinger, in that if you've never watched the Bond movies, but uh, you know you just watched a lot of pop culture, you already kind of know what it's about because. This is obviously another one that uh, Austin Powers steals heavily from to, to mock. Oh like, yeah, like. This and Goldfinger, I feel like, are the two. Because, like, this is the base from this one. It, it is over the top. It yeah. is cool as hell. It's almost pretty much the exact base that Dr. Evil has. Um, and it, it looked good. Yeah. Like, the, I don't know, the color-coordinated color, co- the color outfits. And of the henchmen. Just the whole, I don't know, the whole set piece was just awesome. Yeah, but you. you and they utilized so much of it. Like, 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 I think Hudson pointed out too when we were watching it. Like, that's a real, it's a practical set. set. Yeah, I, like, I couldn't see like a, a backdrop where they're using like you know a cloth background while they're painted on. Like, it it looked like a real full size set that they actually built. 
Yeah, it was awesome. Huge, yeah. Speaking of that set, they fucked it up. Speaking of that set piece at the end, Whitehead, I know this is what you'll want to talk about. Perhaps you should talk about Bond's reinforcements at the end battle. Oh, yeah. Bond has uh, a bunch of ninjas. He trains in a ninjutsu school. For like two days. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he's a ninja, and he's got all these ninjas loyal to him. And then it turns into, like, Fucking war, pretty yeah, much just the end war, there. Yeah, it's, it was wild. There's katanas. There's, yeah, like they're dropping in from the ceilings. Those little rocket guns. They're scaling down the walls and shit. They're throwing grenades. Like, it's... Gap it was just up. so cool. Also, too, I think... But, uh, but, oh, go ahead. But was that in battle better than uh, the underwater battle? Ooh, <laughs> tough one. That's a tough one. Uh... That is a tough one, really. I'm not, I, I have no... I, 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 the underwater battles, I think, are great technically, and I think you pointed out, Fletcher, like something had happened at this point where they'd figured out how to shoot underwater, and it was just a new gimmick that everyone was doing. It feels that way, yeah. you know? Like, it's like the underwater movies were a gimmick at this time, you know? But um, the only thing about the underwater battle, um, it's kind of hard to tell what's going on during some parts of it. Yeah. Yeah, kind of, and, like, and they didn't use grenades or explosives. Yeah, yeah. Or, I mean, there were no ninjas. Yeah, I'm gonna go. With, no. I'm gonna go with the, uh, the end battle. With yeah, the I am too. Yeah. I, I love you only live twice because it's just the right amount over the top for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I, I want to point out because I know this is a big point. You'll enjoy Whitehead Bond's little side guy, not Felix Leiter, survives this one. <laughs> like he always, like you point out, like why does he keep meeting these people from the countries of that mission that I love? Then they die. Not the case with this one. No. Dude's cool. Lives through it. Um, I want to point out, too, while we were watching, uh, at, at the end battle there, like, something's going on. I think maybe Hudson pointed it out, or maybe it was you. Or, hell, maybe it was me, because it's been a week now since we watched it. But uh, it's just, there's, like, Blofeld. It looks like he's got his eyes closed. He's on ketamine, petting his cat, just all sorts <laughs> of fucked up. Yeah. Um, and that little cat freak out. Yeah, we caught the cat. Like, at one point, <laughs> I, I think, it was I was I the one who was like, go back, yeah. look at the cat, yeah. just look at the cat, don't look at anything else? Yeah. Some explosions are going off on the set, and Don Pleasance is holding that uh, white Siberian cat, and it is just trying to get off that set, and its eyes are bugging out. Yeah, it looked panicked. It, it looked scared as hell. But uh, he was he was the consummate professional as an actor. He didn't let it uh, he, break it, the scene. It's yeah. just clawing the hell out of his arm and shit. <laughs> yeah. On um, his sides, too. Yeah. <laughs> like, just like, let me out of here. But you couldn't tell he didn't didn't uh, break character. No, yeah, no, uh, not in the slightest. Also, too, I love the little. Uh, I cannot remember the name of it. Oh, little Nelly. <laughs> that little helicopter. <laughs> he had. Yeah, little. <laughs> it was kind of sweet that that was a real little thing. Yeah, it was cool, and the way they put it together was really nice. Yeah, but, I love how you had that delivered. But I felt like he would have gotten shot. Oh, yeah, he wouldn't have lived through those helicopters. but He wouldn't have been able to take out that many helicopters. Yeah, like he was not. Without sustaining some kind of damage. The, the only advantage I think he could have is that he could probably descend so much faster because he's so much lighter. But, like, yeah, he took all of them on. Which, I'm like you, the aerial battle, some parts of it look cheesy as hell. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie, I even thought every time I watch this when they're in those mountains, I'm like, is Godzilla going to pop up and, like, <laughs> start taking the helicopters down and, like, give Bond a thumbs up? Like, Bond's like, oh, Thank you, Godzilla. You can see too uh, uh, the. Uh, I think we I think we might have brought it up when we watched um, Doctor No, maybe or maybe Thunderball, but how you know you have to remember at the time they still weren't like a proven 
success. Like they, they yeah. yeah. Uh, so you know, if you stop and think about the budget for Doctor No, comparatively, you know, being a new film, it probably wasn't that big. Uh, in this one, you can definitely start to see the uh, the budget that they're throwing uh, money at they're, them. They're starting to really throw it. That just basically continues to escalate every movie from here on out. Yeah, it, like know? I think that's one point to mention too that maybe this is why they did so much on-location stuff in Japan for this one. Yeah. Because uh, they had that one corporate building. Yeah. Speaking of that corporate building, I meant to point this out when we were watching it. You know when he sneaks into the Japanese corporate building the first time and, he, and that guy tear up that office, the office furniture? Uh, that guy he was fighting, like, remember he hits him in the head with a stone and, like, throws him off in the little bar or whatever? Yeah. That guy was fighting? The Rock's grandpa. Weird. Yeah. Because he wasn't Japanese. I don't know if y'all noticed that. He was just like a big henchman type. Yeah. But uh, that was The Rock's grandpa. That's cool. And then he goes back the next day and it's all cleaned up and shit. And he's like, all right. Yeah, like I didn't, you know, not break like a lot of breakable stuff in here. Yeah, because remember they're like fighting with these, like stabbing him with that couch. Yeah. Um, I, I would be remiss to point out that I think one reason I love this one so much is uh, I really love... Nancy Sinatra's You Only Live Twice song. Mm-hmm. And I love how I kept like queuing it in through the movie. But enough about me gushing about one of my I don't want to say guilty pleasures but I do have certain Bond movies that I'm like yeah I know this is one of the shittier ones but fuck everyone I love it. But uh, how'd you feel about this one Whitehead? I enjoyed it. It was it was really neat. Um, the only thing I didn't like was uh, I can't remember what number girl it was for this movie. Um, what uh Whenever the, the assassin shows up, uh, Aki, yeah, and she got yeah that Aki, hurt. yeah, and like he, uh, okay, the assassin like crawls in. He's up above them where they're sleeping, and he takes a piece of thread and he spools it down to uh, you know, uh, around his, uh, Connery's mouth, and then he starts dripping poison down it. And I guess he moved or shifted in the. It went into Aki's and mouth. Aki, yeah, it went to Aki's mouth, and she just straight up died. Yeah, no, like, no ceremony, no struggle. The whole time I was watching, I was like, what? Like, what the fuck is going on? Like, why, what is this man doing? Why is he not just shooting them? I guess they want to be super slick about it, ninja-like, but uh, I do want to point out with the death of her, I don't want to say one of the first times, because I feel like I'm forgetting one, but I do... Remember thinking, like, damn, Bond is super sad she died. Like, Aki. Because remember, like, when they were like, is your cover, you're going to have to take a Japanese wife? And, like, him and Aki were, like, looking at each other, like, oh, yeah. And they'd already had sex at that point. Yeah. Like, he just seemed to genuinely really like her. And she got poisoned. It ends to death, too. Poison string. Yeah, poison string. Yeah. Never never really thought that was in a ninja's arsenal. It's an assassin thing. Like, you're immediately a... Because I'm pretty sure I saw it before this. It always reminds me of that uh, scene in Gross Point Blank, which I know is one of your favorite movies, Hudson. I don't yeah. know if you've ever seen that, Whitehead. No. We're going to have to show that to him at some point. They they do it in uh, in the Speed Racer movie. Really? Yeah, really? Do. Same trick, yeah. M- maybe it's just like an old Japanese assassination Well, I know thing. I've seen that movie, so maybe I just blanked it out. Because I mean, there, there are other parts of that movie that are super badass. That like I, I put it on one night thinking, I'm just fucking watch something, and ended up sitting there just like halfway through. I was like, oh my god, this is actually pretty fucking cool. It's, uh, it's pretty awesome in an alter state of mind too. All the colors. Yeah. I oh definitely I can yeah. see it. Yeah, 
and maybe not halfway through, maybe like twenty minutes in, I was like, "Yeah, this is okay. I'm gonna keep watching this. I'm like, yeah. I'm gonna pay attention to this movie." Like, I actually do wonder, like, if this movie is like a big hit in Japan. I kind of wonder. Could that. be, yeah. Like, like I, I'm not gonna lie, I like this movie just because it's set in Japan. Because I like a lot of like Japanese cars and anime, and I love Japanese. Well, there's no anime. There's no anime in this movie. I'm saying maybe that's one reason I like this movie so much. It's like a lot of technology and cultural aspects that come out of there. Yeah. Out of that country. And I like James Bond, too. Uh, also, too, I think before we wrap it up, we should talk about that insane-ass fake my death at the beginning. It's just kind of unnecessary, I thought. I guess he just really wanted to make sure everyone thought he was dead, like Spectre and everyone. But that rig to like put him in, like the cat or wrap his body and shit but there's like he had that oxygen tube and shit yeah i was like that is a very elaborate way to quite an elaborate way but unnecessary unnecessary but (laughs) it's a goddamn (laughs) james bond movie like just be a little more secretive when you're going around doing stuff for a little bit i'm not saying stop saying oh yeah I'm James Bond I'm 007 like <laughs> yeah. make a fake name or some shit for like a month or two you'll you'll notice he does that he never tries to cover it up but fuck no but uh, guys we got anything more on this one before we get out of here um I guess I could rank it yeah go ahead and rank it like you've been doing I would put it above it's above Goldfinger and above uh, Doctor No, Doctor No, and Thunderball. Ooh, so you're giving this the the silver medal? Yeah, out of the five you've seen, I mean, of of course. yeah, yeah, I guess, yeah. So if, yeah, I yeah, no, I like From Rush with Love better than this one. Oh yeah, but uh, yeah, Hudson, you got anything on this one before we wrap it up? Can't say I do. All right, well, we will catch everyone in the next one then. Bye, bye. bye.